0: It is the Chicago Verse Podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists in industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago,
1: Haima Black. Live on Dynasty Podcast, uh, first podcast of two thousand nineteen, and I am here with Patrick Welby,
0: longtime f- friend of the of the podcast. Uh, how are you doing, man? I'm really well. I, I'm excited to be here. I appreciate being. Uh, one of the first guests of 2019 First
1: guest of 2019, that's,
0: yeah That's awesome, that's uh, a great way to start the year, I think
1: <laughs> uh, How have you been? How's the year been for you and how have things been for you recently? Because I know uh, you're one of many individuals right now who, you know, working in the city, doing, making things happen and very busy
0: Yeah, no, things things are really great um, We were just kind of chatting off the air, kind of been taking the last couple of weeks off to sort of reset for, for next year um, sort of slow season for me at Project, my my mm-hmm. full time job, the agency I work at. But uh, you know, these days uh, we had a great end of the year. We uh, worked really hard on our end of the year content, and um, that was really great team effort, which is really humbling. Um, to have that many people who are all focused on sort of the same initiative and mission and, and putting all that content together, um, just all their respective expertises. It just really turned out great, and I'm really proud of it and really proud of the team and, and just some of the the folks that have you know been around the last year or two but have sort of really found their voice and their footing um, within the team internally. It's been really cool to watch some of those people grow, and I think uh, it's resulted in, in sort of our best year of content mm-hmm. um and I mean, it
1: looks like you've done some really exciting projects and partnerships and activations
0: yeah for sure i mean even just yesterday um you know we got together as a team and produced you know eight nine hours of of content to uh for our artists to watch 2019, which will hopefully come that's out wild. in the next couple of weeks, yeah. um,
1: and that's always a big deal when that drops.
0: Yeah, and uh, I, I'm I'm really excited about this list. We're trying to make it as you know a true representation of all the different genres and uh, of music. You know, so many people are doing great things here in the city, and um, I'm really proud of this list and um, some really great talent, and uh, hopefully some folks that people haven't really heard of yet. Um, but definitely a few that are, are, are making some noise too, but people that are just like good people. And, uh, I'm really excited to, uh, champion them, um, with the rest of these days team because, uh, they deserve it. They, they all worked really hard and, um, everyone yesterday that came through was just so sweet and, um, appreciative and collaborative and. Uh, it was just a great day. It didn't feel like work on a that's, Saturday. That's so. always the
1: best. Yeah. yeah, that was good. Now, I mean, we can break down and we will break down all these different things you have going on. But like, sure. I'd love to talk for a minute, just bigger picture. It's like you're somebody who's doing a lot. You've got the project part where you're a director of strategic partnerships, yeah. co-founder at these days. We're reading the, the Twitter bio, yeah. uh, the Twitter LinkedIn bio. But, uh, yeah. you know, you are doing OXcore DJs on the co-op at Chicago Ideas, board of directors at Art Institute. So before we break those down, like, individually, I guess I'm interested in kind of talking about, like, how do you manage that many varying projects? Because at least on my end, when I'm doing a lot, there's some days I wake up where I'm like, I'm so excited to do this, 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 and this. Like, I was out with a friend of mine last night, and, like, I think nine different times I was like, oh, I'm also really looking forward to trying this. And I was like, all right, well, I can't do all that. But on other days when I'm in the midst of it, I'm like why did I commit to 14 things? So yeah. how do you avoid getting burnt out and or
0: how do you manage the level of projects? For sure. Um, I mean, I'm definitely a yes person um, and I'm definitely, uh, I have like sort of shiny object right. uh, syndrome and that's that's one part of it. And for the last couple of years, that was a real challenge for me. I was doing so much where some of the things that I was working on was not high quality or failed, quite frankly. And a huge part of that, I think, has really been my position at project has been a huge part of that and and Joe my my boss over there has been a real mentor to me and just narrowing the focus yeah, um, and yeah. he's really you know taken a step back with me and been like okay what do you really want to do how do you you know really want to feel when when you wake up every day you clearly like all these things what are the best things you can take from all these and fortunately all these things although they seem like a lot they're all complementary right um, it allows me to uh, interact with different communities, creative communities, uh, different business sectors, um, kind of just like widens my network as a whole. And um, it just allows me to interact and be with as many people that I admire as possible. And um, whether it's Chicago Ideas Week or the Board of Directors at the Art Institute, those are just kind of things that I, allow me to meet and be with other people that I wouldn't necessarily you know, be interacting with um and then of course you know these days oxcorp uh project you know all you know has me out producing events interacting with creatives mm-hmm. um so you know to answer your question the just like focusing on that all these things are complementary and they all kind of help each other out um that has allowed me to be um a little more successful and it's it's really cool for me when I'm featuring someone on these days. They come and do an oxcord set. Right. I get to work or hire them for a project gig. You know, I get to. You know, I had like Iris Temple and King mm-hmm. Marie do some of the Art Institute events this summer. So when it was really like, okay, I can lean on my these days chops to help me do this thing for the Art Institute. That's when it really feels like, okay, I've just kind of narrowed in on the focus here, and it's really just building community and supporting the people I admire, and um, that's been fruitful.
1: Now, was there a learning curve with like the time management part? I mean, these are things that I'm always interested in. Like I I teach this entrepreneurship class at Columbia and it's like, you know, time management, one of the big things we talk about. And it's, I think that's as challenging as it comes for a lot of people, myself included. I think there are days where you want to do everything and then you have to be like, well, there's only so many hours in the day or it's easy to look down on your phone and then you look up and it's 2.30 in the afternoon or something. So like, was there a learning curve with doing this many different types of things and finding a way to make it all work in a schedule?
0: Yes, definitely. I mean, it's certainly a challenge to do aux cord until 2 a.m. and then have a meeting for project 9 a.m. the next day. And I don't know if I don't even know, really know if I've learned <laughs> my lesson yet. Um, I, I guess, fortunately, I'm pretty passionate about all, all of them, and, it, and that makes it a lot easier. And the long hours, I kind of like just I love I love the hustle and the grind, sure. and like I just get anxious and uncomfortable if I'm just like sitting around and and not doing much. so you know, I love being with my respective teams and and friends uh, and like working on this really cool stuff and um, I feel as if I have an opportunity here because I'm in Chicago in such a great time and um, I'm such a fan in a, of so many people doing stuff here so. I just feel almost irresponsible if I'm not contributing or documenting or archiving it in some capacity. But as I approach 30 this summer, I'm definitely starting to feel uh, some of those 2 a.m. Oxcord nights. Dude, but.
1: it's it's crazy. <laughs> I will tell you this. so It's like I just turned 36. Yeah. And in my 20s, I would just pull all-nighters all the time because like you're talking about, like I love the work and I still love the work, but yeah. I love the work. I was young. I had nothing but energy. And yeah. I'm not somebody who like I don't drink coffee not really a soda drinker, so I don't even have caffeine, you know, not to, like, whatever. Like, I don't do any drugs. So, like, I was literally just fuel bed. Just, like, I would stay up all night just working on stuff out of that pure excitement. And so that was when I was in my 20s. The other day, that Black Mirror interactive episode came out at, like, 3 a.m. I was already up late watching a horror movie, and I was like, I'll just wait till 3 a.m. Did about two, two and a half hours of that Black Mirror movie. I was tired for two goddamn days afterwards. I was like, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. Like, that shit's like a young man's game.
0: And that's just watching a movie. I feel you. I feel you. And I, th- I think, just as you were talking there, one more thing that kind of hit, is not just falling into, like, the mundaneness of some of this stuff. Sure. Like, for example, Project, we had really wanted a website for a long time, and... Um we want we know we wanted a new one and we wanted to be very content focused and I don't necessarily have you know extensive web design capabilities. But it, I was
1: like, it's a skill, man. Every time I try to like fix one thing on our website, I'm just texting our real guy being
0: like, Nope, tried it. I didn't yeah. I made it worse. Well and and it was it was a huge challenge. I mean it probably took me twice as long as someone who's more capable of it than than me, but it was also like really refreshing and it was a really a humbling experience to kind of go through what Joe and I and the rest of the project team have worked on over the last four or five years and, and put all that up on the new site. But doing something different has allowed all of these different things I get to work on be exciting. And um, you know the same thing with these days. You know, we're chatting off the air. It's like just surrounding myself with people that are extremely talented that I can learn from every day. Sure. Yeah, sure I, I think that's being
1: big... fast. That's a big part of it, man. It's like, yeah, yeah, always finding people that you can learn from. I think the second you walk into a room and you either are the smartest person in the room or that you, even worse, think you're the smartest, like it's over. You know, it's like you always have to be like, okay, well, who's younger that I can learn from? Who's older that I can learn from? Who has a totally different skill set, unconnected to mine, that maybe I could find inspiration from? You know, I'll listen to podcasts about industries that I have no connection to, about like opening a restaurant. totally. And I'll, you know, be later in the day just be like, oh my God, like it really like, that's very inspiring that, you know, the way that they manage the back kitchen, which again, nothing to do with running a podcast network, but it really like I'm able to translate some of those concepts and find a way to apply it to my own
0: situation. Absolutely. And I'm kind of just being super nerdy about everyone doing unique stuff in Chicago and I'll just give two examples. Like, there's these YouTubers, Number Six with Cheese, mm-hmm. um, Sean and Corey. You should definitely have them on the podcast. They're based here in Chicago, but they do a comedy fast food review show. Are they Are they at Columbia College? Um, no, they're they're definitely out of college. Uh, but they're both uh, alumni of Second City. Okay, it's just uh, like it sounds familiar. We have a lot of
1: comedy students that have been in my class, and yeah. maybe maybe I'm totally off and absolutely I mean, wrong about are, this. They're so. starting to
0: make some some good. Some good buzz, and they put out videos five days a week, but even wow. just interacting and learning from them and their their workflow and how they operate, and just like how much they pay attention to all their socials and just the planning that goes into it. And like my buddy um, Matt Waxman, he does a pop-up restaurant in his apartment called mm-hmm. Matt's field Parm. And you know just the event logistics, you know how he promotes it, how he does the socials for it, just kind of again, looking around in the community. Um, you know, we got Vincent coming up next, just, like, mm-hmm. checking out what, what VAM does. And um, just admire all those people so much and try and pick up as much from them as possible. And, you know, I, I just I just love it. I just love nerding out. Oh, Same wow. thing with you, yeah. podcasts. Like, you know, these days in, in Project, we have a new <laughs> podcast that we've started to work on. And I know for a fact that, you know, everyone that helps produce that event um, and the, that podcast is taken in your content the last five, <laughs> five ten years so it's you know it's it's really just taking what you can from who you admire and who's who's done it right and and doing the best you can at it
1: I mean I appreciate it man it's 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 interesting because it's like on my end I um I've done the audio broadcast work for 20 years now and I teach a podcasting class right on the other side of this door and I tell people sometimes I'm like you know I could teach this podcast class on heavy morphine with a gunshot wound, yeah. and I'd be fine. Yeah. I mean, I would die, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, I would get through the class. Yeah. And I am working now, I'm well, I should say I'm starting, I'm in the early stages of looking into doing a lot more, like, photography and video work. Yeah. And I, it's, at the very beginning of that journey, I have a lot to learn. But I kind of missed being at the beginning of something and not knowing how to do it versus being like, well, done this for 20 years. Here's what I learned about it in 2004. Mm-hmm. I've sat with this knowledge for 13 years or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. With everything that you're doing, you know, you have a very, even though it's a complementary set of projects, they also, you know, they're varied in, in their, everything you're doing connects, but it's different. So it's like how important has, um, being adaptable and evolving your career been for you? Because I remember when you were Radio DePaul, Mm -hmm. you know, that was a place that you were starting out and you have adapted your skill set beyond obviously Radio DePaul tremendously. But it's like, how conscious of a
0: choice is it for you to adapt and evolve what you're doing and try new things? I mean, I'm super conscious. I'm, you know, I I am totally aware of how ignorant I can be to different communities and, and different, Platforms and, and you know capabilities. So I'm I'm always trying to adapt, always trying to learn. And I think something that has served me well is just trying to be like a good person and be a listener. Listening, um, yeah, very... just just like taking it in. And like every these days meeting, I learn so much about new artists and new ways to do things. You know how to produce photo shoots, or you know even just if you know. Uh, someone is coming in and doing makeup and hair for you know one of our photo shoots it's like there's always some little thing to pick up on oh yeah from every from everybody and you know you know one of the great things about you know I'm I'm on the board of directors for the evening associates which is a, a group of young people at the art institute right. um, and our goal and mission is to get young people involved with the museum through different events and
1: Well, you got the After
0: Dark, which is obviously a staple there. Yeah, After Dark is our our big event that we uh, produce in in tandem um, with the museum. And then actually a local guy, uh, Matt Woodburn, and his team over at ESP Presents does a lot of production. But the great thing about kind of being on this Art Institute board is I get to get away from the music scene a little bit, get Mm -hmm. away from the creative world a little bit, which is, you know, so many people I love there, but I'm interacting with people that are in healthcare or financial or are academics and, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, Fortune 500 companies and just being able to problem-solve with them, riff with them, interact with them, just, like, learn about other things it, in the city. It opens up your whole... So I'm not in my little echo chamber. It's... 100%, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a whole new toolkit. It really is. And, yeah. you know, Chicago Ideas Week 2, uh, they have this group called the Co-op, which is sort mm-hmm. of this larger group of people, um, you know, we have different initiatives like helping the Chicago Ideas team come up with programming for the next year. But we are also kind of just like a pulse on all kind of cool things in Chicago. And again, it's a very diverse group of people doing a wide variety of things. And um, we meet a couple times a year. And um, uh, gal Mel Safford, yeah, uh, does an incredible job. The podcast, yeah. yeah, and she does a lot of the booking for Chicago Ideas. Has really fostered that community. But again, just trying to interact with as many different people as possible, and just trying to be like a good person and listen and figure out how you can help them is uh, is, is really been the biggest takeaway um especially when you're kind of working on so many different things
1: now you know you have been how long have you been doing the the creative career work I mean whenever you want to start that date like how long has this
0: been for you I mean I have been in Chicago 11 years I was not someone who was outgoing or had any real sense of like what I wanted to do exactly but you know doing college radio really just Shout out college radio, man! College radio is like—I mean, I, it, no one talks about it anymore, but
1: it's like it's—it's
0: it's such a great place to learn. I mean, I remember uh, telling my parents that I was going to have a radio show and I was going to talk for three or four hours once a week, and they were like, "You're going to talk <laughs> on the radio for three or four hours?" And shout out my dad—it's his 60th birthday today, but college radio was a was a huge part of that. So that's kind of when I like really started to feel as if I had a, a place in a you know, a community, you know, whether it's music or, uh, kind of event production, producing shows. We did so much on and off campus events, but yeah, I mean, it's been like, I don't know, 10 years of doing this, this whole thing. And, you know, just really great people along the way, like, you know, Andrew Barber and Zach Eastman, people, Patrick Grumley, um, Mm -hmm. Lucas King, like people that have like, just looked out for me for, for such a long time. And, um, you know, especially Matt Woodburn and, and, Joe from Project, uh, Joe Lucchese, just people that mm-hmm. have looked out for me a long time. And, um, you know, that's that's really been what has allowed me to... I feel successful. Um, I feel really good about and proud of everything that I've worked on. And all those people that have kind of looked out for me um, along the way has, has been has been really critical to that. So, you know, if
1: you're a decade in, and if somebody... They don't have to be young, but if somebody's looking to, like, enter the creative space, whether it is something like... What you do with the art institute, whether it's DJing, whether it's you know creating a—I a, don't even want to call these days a blog because I feel like uh, I feel like there's a lot loaded into that word now. And yeah. you guys do long form, but like let's say like a, a content site. You know, if somebody was looking to enter this space now in 2019, mm-hmm. what advice would you give them that you wish somebody had given you when you started out?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I would say the best thing to do is just find something for yourself to do. Like I think some of the people that have really been the largest contributors to these days are the people that have just like found a way to get involved Man, um they, that is good they, advice they just kind of like like my guy carlos castillo he's part of the these days team he now works full-time at project perfect example of a guy who was relentless came to all the meetings he didn't get fatigued by not exactly knowing what his place was but then he just really found like okay this is this is how I'm going to be a best contributor this these days, team. Oh, this project thing, I kind of like this. I'm going to make sure that I f- figure out a way to just be so helpful and s- such a good person that there's just no way that I'm not going to not Dude, be working on this stuff. And
1: It's so wild. Like, There's something to be said. Obviously, it's great if you can get doors open for you, but there's something to be said for building your own goddamn door. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just exactly. like shooting up and being like, great, okay, if I'm not doing this with you guys, great, I'm going to go over here, yeah. I'm going to build my own thing. And it's, it's like, that's the beauty of where we are now. All these, you know, there's Adobe Creative Cloud, WordPress and Squarespace, on and on and on, all the social channels, YouTube, Vimeo, et cetera. You know, you could start a live stream, you could start a YouTube channel, you could start a podcast. And it's like, this stuff did not exist, you know, even 10 years ago the yeah. way that it does now. Yeah. So it's just such an open playing field where, Anyone of any age can step up, and it's like, you know, obviously there's so many factors at play, but I don't know, if you're creating something good, you have as good a shot as anybody.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, if you create your own opportunities and you make yourself so um, important and critical to the team, people will see that, I mean, and there's always something to do no matter what organization or company or... Creative people need help, so if you
1: can go over, and instead of being like, hey... Can I do this with you guys and get Lollapalooza passes? But instead, of instead say, like, hey, you look like you could use some help. Like, I, when I started teaching at Columbia, I had uh, two great case studies of that, a young woman named Ingrid and a young man named Marcus. And Ingrid and Marcus both separately, without knowing each other in different classes, came up. Ingrid's like, you know, and, and this is nothing but positive. That's why I'm throwing their names out there. But it's like Ingrid comes up to me and she goes, hey, I know you have a podcast. I'm an audio student is there any way I could help you? Do you need any help with audio production? I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, yeah, I need help with audio production the way that people in hell need ice water. You know, so like... And then Marcus came up, and he politely was like, hey, I saw your website. I I think there are some ways I could improve it, which is a nice way of saying, like, holy shit, let me save your website. Totally. But these are individuals who are still involved with my operation to this day, years later. And it's like they didn't wait for me to find them in the class because I don't know that I would have. They came up and said, hey... I see a place where I could be helpful to you. Let me be part of
0: what you're doing. And it's like, there's, it's just such a smart strategy. Yeah. And I I feel really lucky because project has been such a huge part of my life the last, I think it'll be four years that I've been there in February. Um, But again, just giving kudos to Joe, uh, my boss over there, just like, You know, I've got like this, you know, fancy title director of strategic partnerships. But he's, he's really allowed me to make and build that to be kind of a just a job where I get to kind of do what I want. And it really is about just like keeping relationships strong and being like sort of that top high level person that's thinking about. You know all the vendors we work with, all the DJs, all the you know influencers, creatives, you know bands, just kind of all like, the moving pieces that go into pieces. like making anything happen, let alone anything great. And and I, I feel I feel really great that Joe can be like, hey, I need this done. You know, you 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 know have built this community. I have this community. If we do this together, you know, project can be this great thing. And again, going back to like just finding. A way to be valuable and contribute and help Joe as much as possible has allowed me to really create this job and opportunity that doesn't feel like work and is very like living and breathing. And I get to work on other things like these days in Oxford because Joe believes that if I'm doing stuff that I love, he's going to get the best out of me. And um, that's trying to what, kind of what I'm trying to pass on to um, you know the the younger contributors of these days and sure. folks like Carlos. You know, see that and he's already a young person that is already giving his time back to, you know, people that are in college and coming out of high school. So
1: it's all about like are, extending that hand, sure, you know, it really I mean, it, it's something that like, I was really lucky. I did a number of internships in high school and early college. And, um, and I, I, I got this great break working at Q101, obviously the legendary radio station, but I remember even being like young in my early twenties and, and I had great mentors and I remember being young and thinking like, man, one day I want to do that. I want to help other people. When I got to Columbia, I kind of got that opportunity, but it's like, there's just something rewarding about making sure you're not hoarding that knowledge. Instead, you're, like, passing it on to people who, honestly, are probably going to go do something even better with it. You totally. know what I mean? Like, yeah. do something that we would never, in our, quote-unquote, old age, would have <laughs> would have never seen coming. Because yeah. a 17-year-old or a 19- or a 22-year-old is going to have a totally different perspective on social media and digital media and mobile and, and things that probably I don't even know about. Yeah. You know? Totally. Yeah. Yep. So... You know, you're doing all this great work with a number of different outlets. Like, what are you excited about in 2019 for, for any of these, whether it's Project these days, you know, cores,
0: any of them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm really excited about uh, these days. Uh, we have some incredible stuff coming, especially with our Artist to Watch 2019. Um, we had a huge day of, of production yesterday and really excited about that and the future of the site. Um, we just have some really great contributors and Leaders and just people that are not selfish, and they just are really trying to archive and document great music and arts and creative in Chicago. So these days, I'm really excited about. We have some really just cool stuff uh, on the horizon. Um, Oxcord, you know, Kevin and I are, are still kicking, kicking hard at it. I think we're over 75 parties at this point. Um, That's wild. Yeah, we're gonna be at at Blind Barber. Um, you know, sort of indefinitely, um, we've been doing this, this Monday night thing, uh, once a month and it's just been going really well, uh, really fun. Um, so the next one will be, uh, January 21st and then project. Um, I mean, we have a huge music festival season ahead of us. Um, Oh my God. Yeah. You guys are at all the react festivals and things like that. Yeah. We have, uh, a, a big, big season ahead of, of us, um, that we're already, um, prepping for. And, you know, we as a project team are, we just have some really exciting stuff in the pipeline that I hope can, will all come out soon. Um, and then, uh, we're just working really hard on content for, for project as well. And, um, again, just some, some really cool stuff coming and, um, yeah, this, this, (laughs) this, It's all. It's all. It's happening. a big year
1: ahead of us, but uh, yeah. already in January, it even starts to feel like like I've got certain things that I'm like mapping out, yeah. And I keep thinking like everybody better get back in the office soon because like yeah. it's almost summer, and then I'm like, oh, it's January sixth. Like yeah. it's not quite almost summer, but in terms of like planning in certain capacities, it's like, yo, like you know we're gonna be putting on those wristbands real soon, sort of. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: I, it's crazy to be <laughs> working on emails for things in July and August. A hundred percent. Yeah trippy but that's when things
1: like that's how and i tell this to my my students all the time it's like that's how things get planned out and like nobody plans south by southwest two weeks before it happens it's like south by ends and then i would imagine the next day there's a meeting and they're like all right 2020 like what are we doing you know yeah
0: yeah yeah. Yeah. that's it it has to be it has to be planned out that far in advance, and people always hit me up, and they're like, "Hey, you know, you know about sponsorship? Can you help me get this event sponsored?" And I'm like, "Well, your events next week. It's hard for me to <laughs> right. to get that done." Um, so if you, I, I would encourage anybody who's like looking for sponsorship or partnership to like really have a runway to um, to getting that done because it makes. It, whoever is helping you get sponsorship, it makes it that much easier for them. Um, and then on the brand side, you know, they it's it's hard for them to kind of pull budget and product or whatever Things else you need to get. Yeah, it's Things take forever. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. Lot it's of a lot, lot of, those of moving organizations parts. are slow-moving machines, and um, there's good people there, but they, they need, you know, to go through their Well, they got a lot on their plate, processes. too. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. They're man. not worried it's... about <laughs> your event. You should be worried about how you're going to make it as big of a reward for them is possible. See what I'm hearing right now is this is the prologue episode
1: to our inevitable sponsorship panel we're going to do this summer I'm where we down. teach young creatives how to pursue um, and obtain a successful sponsorship. I love it. Yeah. yeah I think a, we got to do that. You know
0: there's it's definitely an appetite for it.
1: Yeah, it's one it's like everybody's got the ambition but this is what I see a lot as a as a teacher. It's like you can have like I always tell people that when I'm speaking about the class I teach, there's a lot of different concentrations. And like I say, I'm teaching them how to be better at their business, but I'm not teaching them how to be better at their craft. Like I'm not gonna tell a 19 year old kid how to be better at Instagram. Like, are you kidding me? They got that all over me, you know what I mean? Like, but they don't often have a lot of the insight into like how to invoice, how to set their rates, how to like calculate what their time is worth, all those kind of things. So those are always the things that like get my head spinning of like, okay, great. This, let's put together the business model of this. Right. I think and, that stuff's exciting.
0: I think, it, and that stuff seems like super intimidating, but it's yes. really just getting the right team together, talking to the right person and, and, and planning in advance. Yeah. Like uh Eddie Sikosway, He's you know, here in Chicago. He's doing some great things, helping a lot of artists just digest some of that like complicated, like business, you know, acumen and just like contracts and, you know, what you need a lawyer for and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, there's and there's there's resources out there. I mean, I'm sure the back catalog, the back catalog of Dynasty. There's plenty of professionals on there that have been dropping all those little gems and nuggets, and um, it's out there. But yeah, I think that stuff's I, out there. I, I love man. your. I think we should do it. I think we have to, man.
1: Um, if somebody wants to get in touch with you about working on anything with whether it's these days, project, chords anything else you're doing, like how can they get in touch with you, and, and what's the best way for them to kind of Pitch you yeah, to get your attention to make sure. it, to make you want to be like great.
0: I want to work with you. Yeah, Twitter Twitter is definitely best for me. At um, Pwels P W E L B S, um, it's kind of my username across the board. LinkedIn's really great for me. Shoot me a note on there. It can kind of allows me to like see what you're up to. Um, it's a really great ecosystem too. I don't. It always kind of tweaks me out when folks LinkedIn aren't like totally up to date, but. I'm, like, super nerdy about my stuff on there, so I. it's a great way to, to get in touch with me just through the messaging tool. So, I, yeah, I would say Twitter uh, or LinkedIn is... Um, yeah. I'm, I'm all ears. I would love to grab coffee, have anybody by the office, um, and shoot the shit. Absolutely, man. I love it. Uh, Patrick Welby be doing a lot of work with a lot of outlets and
1: organizations in the city, man, and I know it's not the last time we'll have you on the podcast, but it's also not the first time, so thanks for always making
0: the time, man. I appreciate it. I... Seriously, I appreciate you having me on. I, it's been fun to kind of do these uh, a couple times together over the last couple years and appreciate everything that you've done for, for us um, and the creative community here in Chicago. Oh, and thanks, thanks for having me on, man. Absolutely, man. We'll do more. Absolutely. Awesome. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcasts. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.